Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome. I'm Rabbi David Lyon from Congregation Beth Israel in Houston. As we embark on our week, as we open our day, as we head to the office or school or into the community to volunteer in all the places that we go, we are truly known by so many different names and different adjectives that describe how people are getting to know us. The truth is that we are known through our lifetime by at least three names. So let's consider each one. According to Jewish teaching, we are known through our life by three names. The first one is a name that a person is called by his parents and by her siblings. Parents have the privilege to name their children anything they wish. And very often, children grow into those names in beautiful and meaningful ways. But it is still a name given to us. So what is the next one? The second name is the one that others call us. So we grow up, we make friends, we earn nicknames and other pet names, names that are known to colleagues and friends where we work and play, in high school and in college, in all the different places we go, we earn a certain name that reflects respect or familiarity, levels of friendship. And ultimately, the third name that we acquire in our life is the one that we make for ourselves. And it is a name that might reflect our professional standing, the career that we've worked hard to embrace and be successful in, the kind of work that we do, the kind of play that we engage in. Are we a fisherman, a sportsman? Are we a theatrical person or simply devoted to our work? In a world in which we live, we fully anticipate that the name that we were given is one that might have a connection to family in the past. Perhaps it's a name that's connected to our heritage or our culture. You might have a secular name that was given to you by your parents, but it might also be translated into Hebrew if you're Jewish. Many Jewish children have a Hebrew name or an Italian name, a Greek name, if that's part of your ethnic background, too. So many kinds of names given to us by our parents and our family that is a pet name, too. And, of course, all the people that we grow up with, so that it's possible that even on Facebook or other social media, while we might be called by the name that is formal, we might also be called by names that other people haven't heard, because they are names that we acquired by others as we continue to grow and experience special times with them in all the times of our life and in all the places that we've been. But at the end of our life, or at least in the maturing years of our days, there is a title, there is a role, there's a name that we wish to acquire for ourselves because it's part of our dream. It's part of our aspirations. It's part of our goals that we set for ourselves. So when you ask a young child, what do you hope to be in the future? 
A child might say, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a basketball player. I want to be a dancer. All of these are names and titles and roles that a person wishes to acquire for oneself. We could ask, which name is most important? I think you would probably agree that the least important one is the one that our parents give us, not because it's without meaning, but because we had nothing to do with it. We were simply named when we were born, and the name became our legal identification. Perhaps that name still continues to mean a lot to us, but there might actually be other names or titles that mean more. The second one might be the one that we acquire as we continue to grow older. But the truth is that there are names that we are given when we were in elementary school or high school or college that sometimes we wish to outgrow. There might be times when we say, stop calling me that name. I'm no longer 12. I'm no longer your college buddy. I'm older than that now. And so it leaves us to conclude that perhaps the most important name that one can acquire is the one that we acquire for ourselves, the one that we emerge out of childhood to know, the one we grow through college to earn, and ultimately the one over time and place all people come to appreciate who we are by virtue of what we've done and who we are as well. But we never really stop earning titles. Even I myself, I am a rabbi for sure. Many people know me simply as David, which is lovely. I am a husband. I am a father. And two years ago became a grandfather. So titles continue to be added as we take up more roles and more space to do what we do. But we have to be comfortable with the names that we ultimately acquire because they are a complete and direct reflection on who we aim to be and how we want to be known and then one day remembered. Sometimes the name that we acquire is difficult. Sometimes they're pet names, but sometimes they're nasty. And sometimes we have to move about and change our perspective to be sure that we're in a place and time where the names that are given to us and the ones that we acquire are perfectly reflective of the kind of person that we are and we want to be known as. It isn't uncommon, then, in history to hear stories about people or families who moved from town to town, from city to city, or even country to country, and when arriving in that new place, acquired a new name. It wasn't uncommon for many of our ancestors who came to this country to change their name even as they left the old country or when they entered here. How many stories we've been told and learned about as our relatives entered Ellis Island and at the desk, or even long before, changed their name to be less of who they were in the past and more about who they dreamed about being as they made their way in America. Changing a name has so much to do with how we want to be seen, understood, how we want to convey ourselves to others. But changing a name isn't a negative thing. Changing a name can be all about how we understand ourselves and how we want to be addressed and experienced by others, too. And that's why changing a name from a pet name or a kid name to an adult title and expression 
can mean so much to us as we emerge from childhood to maturity. Imagine, even as I do, my brother, who was whose full name is Kenneth, was known as a child as Kenny. But eventually, as he entered middle school and high school, even teachers began to teach him that while at home his parents might call him Kenny, or his siblings would call him Kenny as I did, his teacher said, it's time, it's time, they said, to be Ken or Kenneth. It was a teachable moment that enabled him to acquire a new name and to see its significance in the way he saw himself and others began to see him too. Kenny was familiar, but in a way it was childish. Ken sounded stronger. It helped him to enter a new phase in his life. And although he doesn't go by Kenneth often except perhaps by those who are much more formal with him, Ken suits him in business in friendship, and within the family, too. Because by dropping the Kenny, all of us began to see our brother and my parents, their son, as someone who wasn't just the youngest in the family, but was now a grown and mature adult. It helped him. It helped us, too. And so as we do emerge, we seek this common ground with people, to help them understand that our name means something to us. And when someone mispronounces our name, how more important it is to be sure that they understand that part of our own self-respect, and therefore their respect of us, depends on them understanding and pronouncing our name correctly. My own last name is Lion, without an S. But all my life I have been correcting people to be sure that they know that there's only one of me and not two or many. So it's just lion without an S. But it isn't uncommon for some people to spell it with an S. But it's my duty and responsibility to demonstrate some self-respect to be sure that people spell it correctly, and then they can know me better. And how much happier they would be to know that they weren't mispronouncing my name at all, but saying it correctly, even as I would do for them. And if there are names that are difficult to pronounce, especially living in greater Houston, we live in a very diverse city with so many names that have not been changed to accommodate assimilation, but to honor and respect one's country of origin or ethnic background. There are names that might be simply difficult to pronounce, and therefore wouldn't it be a wonderful opportunity to say to somebody, how do you pronounce your name? Help me understand the proper pronunciation so that I can honor you and respect you by saying it correctly. I found myself having to repeat it or to write it down or to write it phonetically to be sure that a complicated name from a foreign language to me might become more familiar. It builds common ground. It builds mutual respect. And even as I want to pronounce their name correctly, they want to pronounce mine correctly. And since mine is L-Y-O-N, it just so happens that all across North America, my name is Lion. But the moment I cross the ocean, and I've been in Europe and the Middle East many times, immediately it becomes Leon. I don't struggle with it because it's more familiar in Europe to be Lyon, and especially when I was in France and in Lyon, France, it's very difficult to insist that they call you Lion when you're standing in a city called Lyon, even if it's spelled the same way. But our sense of humility, but also self-respect, comes to bear. 
so that we understand the power of our names, what they mean to ourselves, and obviously what they ought to mean to others. There happens to be a tradition in Judaism that when we reach a stage in life and our health, even our life itself, is at risk, there is the notion, which really stems from a superstition, that if we change our name, that we might fool the angel of death. I have been asked as a rabbi, when I was able to visit the hospitals before the pandemic, by patients who are at risk of life and death or in serious conditions, to offer them a new Hebrew name so that if the angel of death, as it were, came around calling for them, they would say, is so-and-so here? But if the name had been changed, they wouldn't be able to find that person. I have offered a new name to some people at the bedside in the hospital or at the hospice center. It gave them some relief to feel that even as much as was out of their control by way of their health and well-being, if they could do something that was connected to ritual, even if it was part of superstition, they felt that they were taking hold of and controlling their fate by altering the name that the angel of death might have come calling to find. So the power of a name is something important to us, not because we fear consequences, but because it's our calling card and other people come to know us by it. But the most important name is the one that we acquire for ourselves. So I would say, choose carefully, plan well, and prepare yourself for your future where the name that you carry by title, function, and by all that people know about you should be filled with respect and goodness and honor. We sometimes say that after we are gone from life, that it is a good name that endures beyond the grave. Let's be sure that it truly is. I'm Rabbi David Lyon from Congregation Beth Israel in Houston. Please find this message again and share it, if you will. It's on my podcast called Heart to Heart with Rabbi David Lyon at Sunny99.com and at the iHeartRadio app, which you can download to your phone or tablet. As this week begins, let's consider what do we call ourselves? What names have we been given? If there is a name or a transitional name that we would like to be known as, not Kenny, but Ken, not Bobby, but Bob, something else, let's be sure that however our name is regarded by others, let's be sure that it's a name filled with honor because we have lent honor to it through our deeds, through our consideration of others, and even our attempt to pronounce the names of those that might be strange to us. Our name is the first impression that we make. Wear it proudly, speak it well, and bring honor to your name today and tomorrow. And when life has ended, let's be sure that it isn't only what we have amassed in our life that counts for something, but that our name is always recognized for the good that we have done now and forever. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to being with you again next time. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.